imagine the fact of someone remember last week we were talking about liars yeah and like how someone can lie on your name like yeah yeah, it's like now someone has lied on your wendy's name you see what i mean which is i don't even want to call her lucy like i want to call her lucifer Oh, no. like, oh, she, like, even during the whole show, like, no, I think they were 2018, was it? Or, yeah, I think it was 2018. Maybe 19. Uh, no, we're 2021. They were 19. 2019. They were the best cast, in my opinion. The best. I I watched them from the fir- very first day to the end. They were uh, the best cast. But, yeah, from the very, from the get-go, I always thought, you know, Lucy was that, like, pick-me girl, like, Oh, I'm not like other girls, but yet she's worse than other girls. Like she did. Oh, I, I'm not surprised by her by her behavior and what you one day said. Like the clap back that you only gave was like for me it was yeah. everything because she was like, oh, um, you insisted on calling me why because you couldn't pronounce my name. That's another issue on its own. Yeah, People, like this, yeah. This is the thing. It's like when I first this was what's well, so. So crazy, yeah. When I first found out about the whole situation, first it was to do with oh, you went. They say you Lucy or Lucifer was saying that you went they bullied her, and I'm thinking, but hang on, that would like just based on the fact of obviously I don't know you when they personally. I'm gonna say yeah, like I don't know her like that. So it's like, but from what I'm getting, the perception is she's a sweet girl. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. got like she's not. She's she chill. Even, the way they made okay. her, they, they they really tried to portray her. Like the people, like the cast, the um, producers, they really tried to portray that like angry black woman, aggressive, always like um, doesn't get along with people, harsh. And it's like, what are you actually trying? You were literally pulling rubbish out of your arse because you you just couldn't. And that's yeah. what I feel like. That's the frustration that with a lot of people and the producers because it's like. They were really trying to push that narrative, and it was not—it was not working. And they're still trying to push that narrative. I thought, you know, it would have been deaded. Even most of the cast, I don't remember anymore. It's just like the few, you know, the Yuande Amber, um, who else? Molly May, Mora. There's one more person that I really like, Anna. Yeah, just them. Like those are the people that, like, I remember. The rest of them was like, oh, okay, you're there. Yeah. Okay, you were in, you were in that season. Okay, you were part of the cast. Okay, but what I'm trying to say is that like they, they just loved pushing that to push that narrative that angry black woman or that aggressive black woman. When it's like, did you first of all, she was very kind of collective. I wouldn't have dealt with the situation the way she did. She to me, she just amazes me how she deals with the situation. Because if it was me, I would not handle it the same way. And uh, also, it's like, oh no, I've got my other point. But yeah, go on. When I realized it's like with the whole thing with the whole producers, well, the way the Love Island was trying to portray it, it's it just goes to back to the point of the way mainstream media can be. Like I think who was it? I think it was Malcolm X. He had a quote. I can't remember it verbatim, but he said something along the lines of the media are very powerful. They can make the innocent guilty and the guilty innocent. Yeah. You see what I mean? So. And this is the thing, it's like, and this is why most people, unfortunately, believe in a stereotype that 
oh, black women or black people are angry or always aggressive, this, this, that, yeah. and the third. But what's so mad is, like, the fact of, yes, if I remember the time when everything I, I was seeing, so basically I first saw that headline and then I thought, right, cool, what's going on here? Like, I know she, she wouldn't do that. And then, and, I, and it just seemed very random as well. And then the other thing, then I saw... Yeah, out of nowhere, like it, it, it was very random. Out of nowhere, it's like she really just loves seeking attention. This music girl, because from if it's not um trying to put someone on blast, she's saying something else, and I'm like, you're not even making any sense. Like the the level of attention seeking is it to me is just beyond. Yeah, you know what? I I say yeah, you one day should start charging people for um using her name, using her name like that because like. The way they love to use her name to trend, like literally, they want if they if they know that they're dead and no one wants actually like they're not you know yeah, dead yeah, yeah, dead in the sense of like they're not popular or whatever or they're not like your name is important, they would just drag yeah. her into some mess. And I'm like, it just shows like even the same as like black people can like attest at them, black people can like can relate to this like this whole you know either it's using our culture like. The way you see the whole challenge of like the Amalat challenge, although the the Panda Jam challenge. Yeah, when I saw that challenge as well, that's another thing. Um, let me touch on that a little bit briefly. There's though. something when another I saw challenge that, as well. There's something else to do with Nigeria. I can't remember what it is, but it's another challenge. I think it's the Afro beats and stuff. But uh, when I saw that the the, the Fufu challenge as well, oh, I was like, challenge. what the? F- I was like. Uh, uh, first, I'm like, I'm glad people are being, they're embracing different cultures like, and yeah. stuff like that. That's that's that, that is one bonus. But I feel like the thing is, like, people need to understand that if you don't like something, I'm not saying that you should go out your way and be super aggressive about it. Because the way I look at it, is people are just doing it. The fact that they saying that they don't like it, but I re- I can tell when some people are lying. You know what I mean? I can tell when they're lying. I know, I know deep down you like it, but you just don't want to say because it goes, it's going against the norm. Yeah, exactly. That's essentially because it. Because like even there was a, a TikToker, she's like mixed race, she's from the north, and she was just talking about like how she loves like you know eating, you know Nigerian dishes, like the way, like she's um, half Nigerian, and she was talking about yeah. how she like you know uses panda jam, and she was like you know how she dips with sweets and stuff like that. And this was before the, the whole challenge. And people were just like, ew, that's disgusting. Why would you use your hands? But it's like, uh, don't, she was like making um, a counterclaim saying that don't you use like certain things, don't you eat certain things with your hands? Like for example, when you're drinking soup, don't you dip the bread inside the soup? There's different things uh, like that. And I'm like, it's true. Like there's so many things that like people eat with their hands um, from a specific culture just because it's a different culture or it's a culture that is like African culture or it's a um, um, Middle Eastern culture or Asian culture or whatever does not necessarily mean that um, it's bad like I just that yeah. whole thing it just it just baffles me because when I saw that when I saw the um, uh, when I saw it first and I was like yo this is crazy and what made me realise that one of them at least one of them I knew was chatting a load of rubbish here because I remember like one of my foster sisters I don't know why I keep calling my foster sister when we're no longer fosters but like she shared it on her, her Instagram story right and then I saw one face that was familiar in it and because I remember she reacted to a particular video 
and no, no, she read a particular a video, and I knew she was chatting rubbish. And then from that moment, then I was like, yeah, whatever she does, I know she's doing it just for the sake of views. She's not doing it because she really cares or anything yeah. like that. So I feel like in this case, I know she's gaslighting. She's just trying to load of rubbish. But um, to get back on point with the whole Yamande situation, again, it, it's it's still in line with that, with the whole culture situation. Because even with the name situation, it's like, it's easy to pronounce Yamande. They can pronounce... Even, even pronounce that, like, even that, even the um, Yamande name, like, not to, like, um, like, throw shade or anything, this is not throw shade, but that's even a little bit more, like, westernized. Because I remember I was talking to my mom and she was saying, I was saying one day, I was, like, trying to explain to her who she is because I was excited. She's Irish and all of that. And my mom was like, what do you mean one day? And then I was like, one day? And then she was like, oh, you mean yeah, one day? And I was like, oh, she's not that bit different. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's even, you know, even with my name uh, as well, like Ifama, I don't pronounce it necessarily the way that, like, it's supposed to be pronounced. And it's like, that's the, the it's, I think it's like, it, you can call it code in a sense, that's like what we have to deal with. Like, we're told that we have to be a certain way, we have to um, follow Western standards. And yet yeah. these people come and like either use our names or they use our culture or they just like, you know, it's just, to me, it's just crazy. Or they like, or sometimes we have to be in code to make it easier for them to pronounce. Or... Yeah, and this is the thing, it's like, how can, like, my thing is, yeah, like, even, it's like they can pronounce Tchaikovsky, they could pronounce Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that's another that's pronounce... another thing. Because I remember there was um there was a time in class. Sorry for cutting you, but there was a time in yeah. class and um some like my last name, Ikarike. And someone was like um trying to like, you know, ask me how do I how do I spell it and all. I mean so how do I pronounce it? And I was just trying to pronounce it and I'm like, um the way she was talking, even the teacher like noticed the little micro question and the teacher was like just trying to like kind of give her a slight warning and I was like to myself like because I just was not bothered that day but to myself I was like you're able to pronounce difficult Irish names like you know Sive or just like there's just so many different so many names that like Irish people have that like the other people would think it's way too difficult or um too ethnic or whatever you want to like say call it but you're able to pronounce that and your even names that you haven't seen, you make it, you you come out of your way to ensure that you're able to pronounce that. Yet when it's someone that is like of color that have that yeah. has a particular name, it's difficult for you. One of the, I mean. it's one of that's one of the reasons why I like to go by Tekintino more than Ifama when it's like it's not even even like at my work. I keep rambling on, but sorry, but at my work there's like people that call me like Tekintino. People that call me Heisen, even because it finally just goes pronounced as Latino. And then some people, even though I'm, I told you this before, I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast, I told you this before that I, I tend to do a thing where white people or like non African people call me Heisen yeah. Tina, and even um, African people or people that like I see as close call me yeah. Ifaman. So I tend to do that and for me in my workplace, they call me mostly um some half is half and half. Some people call me Ifama because they find that easier. But I've always felt like yeah. Argentina was easier because it was it was it's Greek. So it's it's not even that it's easier to pronounce, or it's more like it's 
for me, it seems more socially acceptable because it's free. When it's like that, that mindset needs to change. And I'm talking to myself as well because we do have that mindset. Yeah, I know what you mean. But let's just get the intro out of the way quick. Um, my name is Ifa Trickle there. My name is Ifa Mount, and you're watching the Two Ifa podcast. But yeah, like even um, I remember there was there was this teacher in secondary school. And if, in fact, he was even my form tutor, actually, and also my history teacher. And um, his name, when you deep, when I deep it, it's like, although we did give him the nickname the Terminator, not, and it wasn't because of his name, we gave him the, which, in fact, no, it wasn't because of his name, but when, you, when I deep it, it kind of, when I look back night, it could be because of his name, but it wasn't mm-hmm. because of that. But it was because of the way he dressed, and he just looked like the Terminator. So, or Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it's like, but his surname, you'd like, his surname is, is more or less similar to, um, what, uh, what country is it from? I can't remember what country. I think it's like a Austrian or something like that. Do you see what I mean? And those surnames, they can seem difficult to pronounce. Even like the way it's spelled, it's like, but it was, it, but, People can pronounce it, so I feel like, in general, people shouldn't go with the notion of just because you can't pronounce it, don't try and give a nickname that they don't want. And what's mad is sometimes, sometimes we, well, I, I think sometimes we accept it because it's like, well, yeah, yeah. but yeah. there was something here when they said as well. Yeah, let me just re- read that real quick. Um, basically, give me a second. She basically, I like what she put here, yeah, if I can even find it. All right, so basically, she says, I think one of my earliest memories of racialized renaming was when I was exploring different secondary schools. One of the schools I was interested in, by the way, I didn't end up going, asked me for my full name, which is Yawande Elizabeth Bayala. I hope I pronounced her surname correct. And this is what I mean. If I was, if I don't, if I don't think I pronounce it correct, I always say I hope I pronounce it correct. But anyway, after having difficulties pronouncing my name, she went forward and asked if we could just put it down as Elizabeth Biolos, as it would be easier for everyone. In that moment, all I heard was that I didn't matter and I was an inconvenience. From that day, I made it my mission to make sure people knew my name was important after all that is my identity i'm glad she put that that is my identity because that's actually true that is and then she also goes on to say names are prominent identifiers that can often tell the story of one's ethnicity ethnicity and cultural background my name means mother coming back yeah yeah my name means mother coming back and i love it which is kind of interesting hang on like so there's more that she says, but I want to break that down real quick because if you think what's going on now with this situation, there's loads of people giving off their stories and I feel like most people are now coming back to, to the mindset of making sure that people pronounce their names right and all that stuff there. So that's kind of interesting. Anyway, where was I? Uh, all right, so... Uh, my name means mother coming back and I love it. There is a tendency for white European names and whiteness in general to be perceived as normative 
whereas racial minorities with names of religious and ethnic origins may seem as an inconvenience. Examples of name-based microaggressions include giving unwanted nickname. As I become older and develop my multicultural competence, I decided to stop trying to make other comfortable at my own expense. Yo, she is actually truly intellectual because these words, I'm like, raw. Some of these words I don't even know. Um, then she goes on to say, it's important to recognise that asking for a nickname can feel invalidating. It makes me feel like an inconvenience also subscribing, ascribing uh, yeah, a nickname to a person participating in racialized renaming can be distressing. You as an oppressor have stripped me of my identity. You've taken my power in choosing how I want to be addressed. I corrected... Okay, yeah, now she, this is where she goes on to talk about um, uh, Lucifer. Um, and oh I purposely am calling her Lucifer. I, I, for a second, I thought she meant the actual Lucifer. I was like, what? What is this? And then I remembered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I corrected her multiple times. I didn't mind because you are going to get, I didn't mind because you're going to get it right. There was a moment just be- before I challenged. This was after three weeks. She mispronounced my name. I corrected her again. And the reply was, yeah, whatever you know what I mean. I remember one of the producers putting her arms around me. Being black on TV means not rising, yeah, yeah, not rising your voice and not being too defensive because you don't want to be create, you don't want to be creative. The narrative of being an angry black woman or being a bully. I'm not a bully. It's just a huge accusation and one that should be handled very seriously. And lastly, I encourage everyone to be aware of racialized renaming and name-based teasing. I think we should all be uh, working towards being better advocates and creating a different dynamic around um, the narrative. So yeah, big up your for that for that because you know at the end of the day when you come, is, when it comes honestly, uh, she for to me she can do no wrong because yeah I I don't know what it is but she is that one person and Miss Banks as well that like I would back blindly I would like oh no she yeah. just. She like I I wasn't gonna watch because of 2018. I wasn't gonna watch Love Island, but once I saw her, I was like, Nah, I have to, I have to, and yeah. I'm so happy I did because she just continues to amaze me. She just continues to just like you know have like yes, it's it's a it's kind of like annoying that like she has to have so much weight on her shoulders, yeah. but she is that representation for a lot of black people. Um, in the diaspora as well as abroad, yeah. but mostly in the diaspora, she is that representation. And yeah, I think it can only she's only doing it well. Yeah, and that's the thing as well. Like I just I just think another thing as well because with the with the whole name is name situation, it's like I did see one response from someone. I think they said how how at one point she asked her mom if she can have an English name and then her mom and she said that her mom response was you how many English people do you know with an African name and that's I think she said from that moment that she she, she didn't want an uh, English and name and that's the thing that we see a lot and I think yeah. it's kind of like in a way it's, it's the parents kind of it's the canolism mindset as well and also the fact that like Nigeria was colonized by um England. So the the need to like the need for like a lot of Africans, but especially a lot of 
um, Nigerians now can only really speak Nigerian to have an yeah. English name as well as their ethnic name. It's such a huge thing because, like, literally everyone or mostly everyone, they have an English name as well as a, as a, um, as well as a, their ethnic name. And what yeah. she said, and what she said about like you know your ethnic name having like, um, be you being able to or someone being able to identify you by your ethnic name is huge because if someone if I was to say if I'm like, everyone fucking knows like that's yeah. an evil name everyone knows where I'm coming from everyone knows you want it everyone knows that's a Yoruba name everyone knows so it's yeah. it's it is a nice thing and living in the diaspora you kind of forget that and in a way you kind of like feel like you're condemned needs to be conditioned to like reduce who you are but then just like knowing that there's other people there that have their names and having that like sense of identity is very strong yeah you going. but then I'll, I'll lastly before we um get on to the able problem of the week like i want i want to mention as well like i think what parents need to do especially african parents yeah is is to come away from the mindset of trying to give an English name as well. Like, I know, see, I think, this is the thing, I think as well, I think they do it subconsciously, or maybe if it's even conscious, I don't know. Where they, I would say subconsciously, because it's something that's ingrained in them. Because even with me now, like, like whenever I think of my children, I'm always thinking, oh, I'm going to have a, an ethnic name, like an, like an evil name to show that they yeah. are of evil origin. But I'm also saying that what English name am I going to choose? Like the way my name, even though my name isn't necessarily English, I think it's in English, but it's kind of Western. It's Greek. It's yeah. Greece, Greek. So it's like, I'm always thinking that to myself as well. And it's ingrained in me because of I'm used to it. That's the, that's the norm. Even there's another thing as well, like in, in Nigeria, it's like, if you don't, if you don't know like English, like someone can know their language perfectly. They can speak either Igbo, Aosa, Yoruba, all the other um, ethnic groups, they can know their language perfectly. They can even know how to write it. But once they can't speak English perfectly or reasonably, or what is deemed as reasonably, or they can't write, they're seen as illiterate. That's mad. And I notice that a lot. It's like, okay. I notice that a lot. I notice that a lot. Like once they can't speak English or they're like, oh, that person's illiterate or or like English is always kind of like um, it's always associated by going to school in Nigeria. Yeah, this is what I don't. Well, I do understand, but like I think those who are clued up, they're gonna have to be the ones pushing it forward to mm. change it. Like they, I know there's, a, I don't want to say there's a few, but I know there's some out there. Do you know what I mean? So that's the only way we can we can change yeah. this this mindset. And it, because, to me, it's like it's like isn't everyone kind of illiterate? Because we don't all know some like a language. Yeah. Like I would deem myself as a literary because I don't know evil. I don't know how to speak it. I don't know how to write it. So, yeah, it's about it's the, yeah, it's about un, it's, it's about finishing the sentence in terms of wait, what am I literate in or what am I ignorant about? Like right? you know what I mean? If you're gonna um, have that mindset that being not being able to speak English or write in English is a literate. Wouldn't that be the same thing as some other language? So aren't we all somewhat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, let's get to the able proverb. Prob- I can't speak. <laughs> let's get into the able proverb of the week. And yeah, speaking of, you know, trying to, speaking of language, um, let's see if I can pronounce this in our language. 
Um, obviously, I'm going to do the, the English translation as well. Um, Onye, so I'll pronounce that. Onye, Je, Mabadu, no. Okay, Onye, Je, Madu, on Ane, Je, Onwe, Ya. I think I pronounced that correct. Madu the, the is person. Oh, wait, go on, yeah. Go on. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. So the translation, English translation, is he who would, he who will hold another down, in the mud must stay in the mud to keep him down. Okay. Um. So it's like if you're gonna. No, there's two things I'm thinking of. It's like, yeah. if you're gonna, if you're like, if you're suppressing somebody, you're eventually yeah. gonna be like that person that you're suppressing. Like, yeah, like if you're, let's say now, if you're trying to suppress someone, get to talk, yeah. you're gonna eventually have, you're gonna, some way, like with life, you're gonna end up being stuck in that position. The, what, what, the, the thing you're, um, I guess, inflicting on someone is gonna fall back on you type thing. Yeah, I'll get that. I'll... Yeah, I'll, I'll get when you say that. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second way I'm looking at it is um, you have to kind of like, it, it doesn't, that this way doesn't make sense to me, but like, it's like you kind of have to help. You have to like, in order to, wait, he, he who is suppressing somebody needs so to yeah, he So he, he who will hold another oh. down in the mud must stay in the mud to keep him down. Okay, so basically the way I'm looking at it is the kind of the opposite of the other thing I said. It's like if you're gonna be a, if you if you're gonna ride for somebody, you have to ride with them no matter what. See, my interpretation is now that I've read it properly again, I feel like it's more of to do with if, like, if you're trying to suppress someone or oppress someone, then you are going to have to basically take that L when it's your turn, basically. Because at the end of the day, in general, that's, just, that's how life is when I, when I deep it. It's like the energy you give, you get back tenfold. Yeah, and it's, it is, it's and, and 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 it's interesting because even when I was recording one of my um, when I was re recording a reaction video, of, um, like I think uh, one of the videos I mentioned, oh, you can leave a suggestion or whatever videos you want me to react to next, and I'll, I'll shout you out. And then it just had had a, had a flashback. I'm like, wait a minute. People have always like not to brag or boast, but I've always had people give me shout-outs. Like, from the days when I used to listen to um, Pirate Radio Station, you see what I mean? I used to text in or call, and I would regularly get a shout-out. And then, even up until the point where now, with the fact, with, with social media, like, people go on live, whether it's live on YouTube or live on Instagram, and they would also give me a shout-out. Or even up until last year, with the Nights Baby Show, when they shouted out my shout me out, but also my my company out as well. So it's like my thing is, even though 
Do you see what I mean? I feel like I've I, it's, I feel like what I'm doing basically in regards to that it's like I'm reversing it if that makes any sense yeah so I although I've already I don't want I was I wasn't initially trying to get shouted but I was get I still get shouted so my thing is I'm reversing it to the point where I'm like I I want to give people shouts do you see what I mean so but then it gets back and then it and then the cycle the cycle continues where I get more shouts like mm-hmm. but yeah but I don't do it because I want to get more shouts but yeah that's not my intention but I guess that's what it means I hope that that's what it means um you ready to know what it means? Mm-hmm. Uh, it means we cannot trample we cannot trample upon the humanity of others without first devaluing our own. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a wait. We cannot trample upon the humanity of others without first devaluing our own. So basically, it's saying that like we can't necessarily, um, you know, bring down people or judge because we're not any perfect ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's essentially it. Because even when I look at, even when I look at, um, for example, like I'm trying to give a, a great example, but like let's say for example. I don't know, like, you see what everyone, you see when people ask, say, oh, I want to be like that person or whatever, and then you don't know what they've gone through to get to that, you see what I mean? And even if, let's say, in fact, if I hear the great example, um, the situation, like, I don't know the full situation with with Jay-Z and, and his friend or ex-friend, Dehaven or whatever. I don't know the full situation. All I do know is I have heard in, in a song by Jay-Z, where Jay-Z's like, you know, what did he say? There was a couple bars where he was taking a sh- taking a shot at Dehaven, because I know I know he's mentioning him. Like, I think he mentioned his name, but also there was a point where he said something. And um, I think he said, Mel's going to be jealous as a female sport or something like that. So, no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. I don't even know. But anyway, he said something, right? And and then what I guess is now what many years later he now obviously has Rock Nation, and now it's the CEO is uh, um, basically she was a, a government informant, an FBI informant. You know what I mean? So basically she's a snitch, and and the thing is there is this street code where people's gonna snitch, and the thing is as much as that is a, a street code. More, I reckon more people snitch than anything else. Because yeah, everyone's absolutely. selfish, and that's the way the police the, the police are actually work. They work in ways where they try to make sure that they snitch, that they get the results they want. And you know what I mean? Like, it's it's mad. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like um, him having, for example, uh, a, a a snitch on on board. I can get why some people will feel, be afraid this that and the third, but if you've got nothing to worry about, like if you're not doing any Think any bad. criminal activities yeah. or whatever, then you what's the, why are you worried? You know what I mean? Like, but if you're if you are, then I can get why you'd be right. Then cool, stay away. But it's like my thing is people that are coming at Jay Z saying this that and the third, like 
you don't know what he's gone through to diss him and be like, you know what I mean? And even back to the whole Yawande situation, it's like, we don't know, like, Lucifer, she doesn't know what Yawande has gone through to, you know what I mean? And, and, it's, and it's easy for someone to, to fall in line with the whole um, aggression thing. Because once not, people... Sorry, but not just that, because you said that we don't know what, um, Lucy, doesn't, Lucy doesn't know what Yawande has gone through. Even, like, us here in first instant, like, know the way she came out of nowhere and was like, oh, you wanted was this and this, that to me. Yeah. We don't know what you wanted went through. And now we know because she told her, her side of the story to, to literally con- um, contradict what Lucy was saying. And she's not yeah. the victim while you wanted is the real victim. And that's what I mean. It's like, and speaking of victims as well, the whole situation with Officer Ricky and the whole colorism situation. Um, oh, that situation was mad. I was like, I I was like on um, YouTube and I just like, I saw the title in one of, I think it was Aloha's video and I was like, wait a minute, what? And then I've always kind of known that like, obviously he is a colorist, but I didn't know it was to that extent. Yeah. Some people, you know what's interesting? Like some people, when it resurfaced, because I remember I saw it before, like probably like a couple years ago, actually, on... um on Instagram and then it, now that it's resurfaced but what's interesting what the, I, can't remember, I can't remember what people were saying then, back then but now that it's resurfaced it's like some people saying oh that's the music industry for you blah 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 and I'm like nah it's not just the music industry it's literally like how western society or yeah how western society is or how society is because it's like I wouldn't really say western society that's it's, that's it's how it's society is yeah, it's it's not just Western society because it's prevalent in African societies as well in Africa because there is like people. I, I still class as I, I'm gonna say, I still class African society as Western society because it's still yes, just Western. I just went. I know what you mean. Definitely, it is definitely Westernized, and there's no doubt about that. But I just wanted to just clarify that it is because some people would think, oh, it's just like you know, in this world, this part of the world, when it's uh, also there as well. Like we see all the time, you see like. Um, the lighter skin being favored more, and people don't realize it. it. Even to the point where they people bleach and not real realize that they're contributing, and they don't. They, it's not even that they think because it's just like a subconscious yeah. thing, and they don't know why. And I know, but another thing is there is a situation where, in fact, there is a situation where. Um, so I got this. Just I just remember something that happened. Let me just get that out of my mind first and then talk about another situation. All right, so basically, I remember with, I can't remember here, one was staying with you, and like, or she was staying with me technically. And then we went to, like, if I could say the place, but like, we went to like, East Street Market, there's like a couple of hair shops there. And then I remember, I think one particular shop, they were they handed out like a leaflet as well, and they were like, "Oh, get this." Um, what was it? Get this. This basically was a a, a a skin bleaching cream, basically. And I'm so glad that that girl, whatever her name is, like she she didn't accept it. Do you see what I mean? In fact, no, no, she didn't accept it, but it wasn't because of whether it's because of because of her in general. It was because I'm like. 
nah, get out of it with that. You know what I mean? And it was not like, not, it was, um, I don't want to, I don't, this is, this is a thing. I don't want to be divisive and it be cause division, but the guy was Asian in it. You know what I mean? And the store was owned by an Asian guy in it. So, and, um, and they may not understand. If, if I don't want to say they may not understand because even within their own culture, there's colorism that go on there as oh, well. Oh, you have no idea. Like, it's crazy. Like, and, but back to this whole Rick Ross situation, it's like, when I first saw the video, I was like, this guy, like, when I listened to the, to the song, or to two, so, two songs, and I was like, wait, I know and I can hear for myself which one is actually Bell. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's probably going to be one of those things where they both sound equally as good. Yeah. But I was like, this is this must be some type of joke. Like, am I actually like listening to this properly? The other the 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 woman that he picked, she sounded like a child. No offense, but she sounded so amateur compared to the other one. And the yeah. other one just sounded more professional. Her voice fitted fitted the track way better. It blended in blended in right, and it she just sounded so much better. And yeah. I was like, what the actual f? And she was pretty as well. And even there was a picture of her I saw like re- more recently. I'm like, this woman is pretty, but because of the sole fact that she's dark skin, that's the issue that we have here. And this yeah. is the reality. We have so many talented human beings. Like that's the thing because it's one thing to say that oh, black people aren't favored, blah, blah, blah. but we're doing that to our own selves as well within our own selves. It's the yeah. same thing. We just call it a different word. Colorism. Colorism is the same as racism. It's just within the race. And people need to op- you need to realize that. Like even the way we think and it's not just it's what i realized also it's not just the same thing that happens to black women when it comes to what yeah dark-skinned black women is the same thing that happens to light-skinned black men as well like yeah. dark-skinned black men are more favored and more um there's a there's a more sex appeal compared to um lighter-skinned black men i feel like so that's something no, that's just, that needs no to be no not really as well. Not really. Not from my experience. Oh. Yeah, not from my experience. From from my... Because there was a scene, because there was, like, what... Alright, so from what I've experienced, yeah, Mm -hmm. there's there's been a phase where... where... most... In terms of... uh, Let's say in terms of dating and relationship situation, like, there was a phase where most women were strictly attracted to light-skinned men not dark-skinned men you see what I mean and it wasn't until um it, and it's mad yeah because there's a there was a phase where and I think it's, this is why I believe mainstream media also plays a, a huge part in it because there was like a a phase where a light-skinned man was you know what I mean like he was seen as the quote-unquote heart from whatever and then then there was a phase where a dark skinned right man was seen as the then it was trend for women to be like in dark skinned men. Like and it's mad. But me, I never really I I, I guess I never me personally, I think me, I don't really take no notice to colorism in terms of being a victim or anything. For me it was just a thing of but like all through my life I've been told I'm handsome. So it's like I feel that way, regardless of what anyone ever says. Like, <laughs> I feel that you know way, what I mean? regardless. 
yeah like for me i feel like with what you said it's kind of like it shows that it is in a term of like experience as well because what you said there was there was a time where um you know you felt like lighter skinned men was more favored but for and i and i do get that it's very much valid because it at the end of the day it's your pers- it's your everyone kind of looks at things in this world from their own perspective but from yeah. like from my experience and like the general like consensus that i've seen online i guess it is darker skinned men like you see like a lot of like black women dark light whatever they're like oh i want a strong black man or dark skinned man yeah see this is the thing this is this is uh, this is where another part where colorism in a sense does the stereotype see i notice yeah this is what's so mad yeah notice i'm not saying that dark-skinned black men are not strong or whatever but have you noticed yeah that with when they associate dark skin whether it's a black man or black woman it's always All right, so what I've noticed, and I, I, I don't know if you've noticed it as well, but what I've, in regards to like stereotyping, yeah, I'm not saying that this is 100% true, but in regards to stereotyping, in regards to whether it's a dark skinned black man or a dark skinned black woman, they're all hated with being aggressive and being strong. But yeah. then with a light skinned, it's like fatigue, yeah, black man. They're, yeah, they're always like seen as weak, soft, weak, yeah. and all that stuff there. And and because even if you look at, for example, like right, Drake is the most mo- like most popular right now, right? He is seen as soft. Yeah, now, even not- there's so many shady, like there's so many things that he has done, but yet there's still that like notion that he's like, you know, the cry, he cries, his, his feelings are hurt. Oh, we should be we should be sensitive to his feelings when it's like that's not the same behavior or the same attitude we have for like his darker skinned counterpart and, and also- i think as well with that as well i think what adds to that i think he also i think he also plays on that yeah he does like, he, i he think that's his because, advantage yeah because yeah, even like his new album well, i don't know if he's going to change it but his album's called um uh what is it called something to do with uh i can't remember what it was it's called i can't remember what it's, what it's called but one thing I've realized is, is, is something. See, now this is where I'm probably um, being. I didn't, see, I want to be careful with the words I'm using because I want to come across as a colorist now. But it's something where it is stereotypical of something that a light skinned person would say or do. You see what I mean? <laughs> now, if, so, so. If I, I, it's mad. Like, and, and if you look, so compare, wait, what do you mean? It's stereotypical, as in, like, they would use, um, the fact that they're light skin. Is that what you're saying? All uh, right. So basically, basically, you see what the, st- the stereotype is that, um, you know, light skin are are, are softer and all that stuff there, and emotional stuff like that. But he's um, he, let me get to his album because I want to sh- like even like his album Take Care, that's playing into the. The, the the stereotype, you see what I mean? Yeah, even like the way he was like, you know, not that there was a whole saga with him and 
like Nicki Minaj and Rihanna as well. And everyone kind of like, you know, kind I don't know, there was like a there was a whole there was a period of time where it was like everyone kind of felt so bad for him because they felt like, oh, um, you know, he's being played and stuff when it's like, no, he's the one out here smashing some girl and knocking Yeah, out. see, this is the thing, like he being if I if you compare him to ASAP Rocky, yeah, like I want to use ASAP Rocky because you know to Rihanna, yeah, like it's like it's it's weird, like he's known for smashing their girl, so it's like mm. people don't see a problem with that. Do you know what I mean? Because they they already associate that, ah, oh, um, that they already associate um his dark skin guys as more or less fuckboys sometimes. Yeah. You see what I mean? And um, so, or, let me use the word fuckboy. Let's just say, they, all right, so basically, I'm going to break it down this way. In, in this they associate then. guys with that type of behavior. Yeah. Yeah, and I they're guess. And they're more alpha. They're more alpha yeah. and then lights can more beta. But yeah, so basically, his album is called Certified Loverboy, which is magic because I had a nickname back in the day called Certified Sweetboy. But, um, but yeah, oh get me. I was a certified sweet way, but I was still, you know, doing my thing. But I was sweet with it. Get me smooth. But anyway, yeah. So that is technically like typical of what you know what I mean. But you wouldn't really associate someone like ASAP Rocky doing an album like that, even though they, they don't really make similar songs. But yeah. <laughs> but. This is what's so mad. Back to the whole Rick Ross situation, yeah? Or I don't like to call him Rick Ross. I'm going to call him Officer Ricky. Like, um, the reason why I don't like calling him Rick Ross is, is because of the real Rick Ross. You see what I mean? Like, because I know the whole situation there. Like, I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm siding with the real Rick Ross. The real Rick Ross? What do you mean? See? You don't even know there's a real Rick Ross. All right, so let me break it down, yeah? Basically, to cut a long story short, um, there's a guy called Rick Ross or Ricky Ross, but his, nick, his other nickname is Free, Freeway. And basically, he used to um, he basically used to sell drugs. Like he was basically the first or one of the first to um, basically sell crack in um, our what part of the I think in LA or something like that. And basically, and then after a while, and he he didn't do it because he was trying to down these people or down our people, whatever. He did it because, you know what I mean? He, tried to put, he wanted to put himself through tennis school. Dude, and, he was, and he was also giving back as well, which is crazy. Mo- most people don't understand why people do certain things. But anyway, then what happened with him was um, he basically, obviously got caught at one point, went jail, then went back, then came back again. And then he went jail again, but he, this time he was set up by the... Um, by one of the police or whatever. And he basically let people know, or through the um through the trial or whatever, he let people know how corrupt the system was. You see what I mean? Letting people know like, no, these are the people that are really responsible. Mm. You see what I mean? He's got a documentary called Cracking the System. I need to rewatch it properly. But yeah, I recommend people watch it as well. But and it's just the fact the whole situation where what some rappers do, they use people that used to be either drug dealers or whatever, like notable names, and then they use them. You see what I mean? Even 50 Cent, his name is taken from 
someone else as well. But he's respect he he respected the family situation there. But with Rick Ross or the or the rapper Rick Ross, do you know what I mean? Like he didn't respect the whole situation. And the fact that he refused to let people know that that he was a correctional officer, you know what I mean? Like it's like wait, I can't respect Wait, he oh the wait who? The rapper Rick Ross. He, he was, was a correctional officer. Before he became a rapper. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm just saying live your truth, innit? Like it's it's okay to say because he could even play it off and be like, Yeah, I was a correctional officer and I was doing my thing in it, like, you know what I mean? I was still shot and you know because they do like there are some corrupt cops. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like he could play on that. I feel like there's but, way more corrupt cops than there is good ones. Yeah. But yeah, like we're back to that situation. It's like my thing is here, yeah, there's two sides of it. Yeah, there was an element of colorism, but the other side of it is the other woman, she played it smart. She, when I say she played it smart, she dressed like more with sex appeal. I'm not saying that the other other woman, uh Kyle, which never other, had to, wait, who? Which other the last one? The, the, the one oh, yeah, married. she that's the thing. It's like the sex appeal comes into play. The fact that yeah. colorism comes that's what I whenever I was watching, I was like, there's two things that it comes into play here, which is sexism and colorism. Because women, they it's it's really hard to take be taken seriously. And in order to get attention, it's like you have to dress literally little to nothing, which is sad, but yeah. that's the reality. I'm not saying you should play by that, but I'm saying that is our reality. And this is the thing, I feel like, in general, in terms of trying to solve this problem of colorism as well. Because, like, in a sense, like, I feel like not to, to sympathize, is it worth sympathize? Not to back Officer Ricky and whoever else was there. It's like their mindset is based upon what they know at the time. So they may not know, like, if you think about it, colorism is also it's like racism as you said it's like but it's also taught like it's subconsciously Definitely. taught because even in uh one-on-one like it was taught there as well but they i don't think the writers were fully aware i, I don't know um if they were then that's shocking but um <laughs> and even in uh what's the other show that kind of pressing the proud family as well like they're similar do you see what i mean that like, their roles funny enough like her role similar to uh, her friend's role, um, her friend in her best friend, they had similar uh, stereotypes. This is very interesting. Then um, also, and then even there was another part to it. There was another, oh, what's that girl's name? And she was like, she was more Latino than anything, but she was still black. Um, like she was more favored more, like the way people would, you see what I mean? You see her as more pretty, this, that, and the fact. It's mad, like, when I see it's man, and that's in a cartoon. You see what I mean? But, um, yeah, exactly. that's just that's it. That's what children are. Yeah, exactly. It starts young, because children are, they just learn from that type of stuff. Yeah. Without realising it, then they don't know why they think like that. It's just, they just feel like it's normal. And that's what I mean. Parents got to really pay attention and understand what's really going on, and then really teach humanity and let people know that Regardless of melanin, the total well, melanin or lack also, of melanin. Yeah, but well, it's also the responsibility of sorry, it's also the responsibility of the person as well because 
your parents can't teach you what they don't know. It's up to you because there's certain things that like I feel like I know, not that I'm smarter than my parents or whatever, but there's certain things that I feel like I know that my parents did not teach me. But I, it's just me being a little bit more open-minded and just, I guess, being a representation of my of my um my generation I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are levels to it. There's definitely, there definitely levels to it. I think once you you it's 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 really tricky. It's tricky, but there's there's it'll be solved. It'll be solved. That's all I can say on that. But let's get into the um to the guest of world game. Okay, I think I went first. Did you? I think so. I think. All right. I all right. So in that case, I'm, I I'll go first this time then. All right. Umu. Umu. Children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's oh, uh, Umu. I think I I, I can't remember. I'm just ah. Careful. <laughs> oh my god! There was a fly. <laughs> they tried to get it. Fly. Yeah. Just hit a fly. Let let the fly fly. Oh no, I don't like when there's like things. Okay. okay. All right. So, yeah, come on. All right. So the next one is Emme. Emme. Good. Nope. To do. Nope. Emme. Okay, see, so, um, in me, right, so I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. A clue, all right. So, basically, uh, what clue can I give you based on the two subjects? Yeah, the subjects were that per se. That, how would you describe those two subjects? We, what I don't, what, all right. So, the subjects we talked about today, yeah. How would you describe them? Um, uh, uh, let me give you an easier clue. Then, an easier clue then. Um, in the swimming pool, there's two ends. Oh, deep. Yeah. Wait, so say that word again. Emme. All right, and then the last one, yeah. Oh, I've done it again. You forgot to put a third one. How do you forget no, to put a third one? I don't know. No, it wasn't even that no, I forgot to put the third one. It's just the third one's there, but I didn't translate in English. Oh, right. Well, say it. Say right, so, it. What is it? No, no, go do your one. Yeah. And then I'll try and get this one. Well, properly. what is it, though? I want to know if I can say, if I can think of it. All right. If I know it. Say, Ibo on your. Ebe. Ibu. You're a good person. See, even if you... See, this is why I need to get up, because I, I, I honestly don't know. Ibu. It's you are. Why? Uh, okay, my one is... I, probably, I think I've said this before, but I'm not confident sure, but this will test your knowledge. Yeah. Um, Um... Cherim. Cherim. Ah, give me a clue. Okay, so if I was going somewhere, 
no, not me. You were going somewhere, and I wanted you to do something. I would be like, sure, like if I wanted you to, mm, for me. <laughs> you were going somewhere, and maybe I was like slow, but I wanted to come with you. I would be like, sure. I'll stop. Yeah, like wait, hold on. Oh wait, yeah. oh, okay. Okay, um, another one is Asuku Ibo. It's kind of Wait. like, kind of what we're trying to learn, you know. Asuku. I hope I'm saying that right. Asuku, Asuku Ibo. Um... What we're trying to learn. Uh, what is it that we're, we're what is our what is our channel? Uh, language. Evil. Yes. Put it together. Asusu Evil. Learn to speak evil. No, like you said it, you said the word, but it's two it's a two letter word. Or, two letter word? Or no, sorry, a two word sentence. Two word sentence. You literally said oh. it. It's like the mm, evil, evil language. Evil language. Two yeah, words. that's yeah. Um, Allah evil. Allah. Allah evil. Allah. Allah evil. It's kind of like you know the way people say, "Oh." The motherland. When it comes to Africa, what would that mean? What can um, we say for people that that evil is their origin? Like you know, the evil parts are their origin. What would you call that? I kind of said it before. I say it again because the thing just cut off. But do you know the way like people say, um, like people say that Africa is the motherland? But to be more specific, what is evil parts of Nigeria to evil people? I kind of said it, but just like Ibo land. Yeah, Ibo, like the homeland. Well, Ibo land. Allah Ibo is Ibo, like Ibo's homeland or um, the homeland of evil people. That's like we would say cool, Allah cool, cool. or Ibo land. Um, Omela Ibo. Omela, what we're talking about this, um, like, this is a, mm, you have two of it. have two of it. Yeah, you have two. The, 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 the clue is in the, like, the, it's, the clue is there because I said, Omela Ibo. Oh, I'm not right. Ibo, like, I'm just like, that's why I try. I pick these words. It's more than four, three words, because evil is kind of like the trend here, like the word evil. Omela oh. evil. Like you have two of this. I have one because of my parents. Because of your parents. You Chromosome. What? <laughs> How can I have one? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you have two of this because of your. Men and women have the same comments, I'm pretty sure. But you have two of this or two of these people. 
but you do. Okay. No, it doesn't make sense. Don't. Okay. So. <coughs> okay. I'm confused. <clears throat> so we are. What are we doing? We are. What is the theme here? It's about evil. Yeah. What would you say? Like people, different people in the world have these different things, and we talked about. We talked about it. Um. <clears throat> earlier on, when we were talking about you wanting. Okay, children. We talked about earlier. Yeah, we're saying that like the way people love using people's mm, or they love dismissing people's mm. identity or culture. Culture, that's it. Yeah. Ibo culture. Omela Ibo. Culture of Ibo. Culture of Ibo. Ibo culture. Okay. Um, Onye Ibo. I think it's Onye Ibo. That's who you are. That's who I am. Ibo. You're an Ibo. Yeah. You're an Ibo. You got to tell me now. Okay, so basically, if someone was to describe me. They would say yeah. she's an evil. Oh, evil woman. Yeah, but there is like a general term for both men and women. You're an evil person. Yes, yes. Only evil. Okay, so these are not guess the words, but there are just like a little fun fact about evil culture. Cool. There are four weeks in a day. What? Four weeks in a day. <laughs> Sorry, there are four days in a week in Igbo culture. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, yeah. And they're all kind of like, um, they're all kind of to do with market days. That's why there's four days in a week when it comes to Igbo culture. So that's something that is, you know, because they're so used to the Western way of like seven days when it's like, no, honey, in Igbo culture. So wait, there must be, uh, there must be, like evil calendars then, yeah? Yeah, there is. There's evil calendars, but I don't... I'm not sure if people use it. Because I don't know. Dick. But I think they use it to some extent, like when it comes to, like, the, you know, markets and and markets, you know, the um, evil markets in evil lands. Mm. But I don't think they follow it like the way they, they, they did back then, like that. But they use it to some extent, I think. I'm not 100% sure. So yeah, and there are in evil culture there are twenty eight days in a month. So February repeated twelve times. So yeah. Just keep on That's mad interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to find a thing, but I can't find it, yeah. But when I type it into the typical Google translates, yeah. Um I guess it's um, all right. I'm gonna say it again, yeah. Maybe, hopefully, we get it, get it right. Um. So yeah, it's Ibo Onye Ebe, and yeah, I think it means. Wait, you're supposed to guess guess anyway. Ibo Onye Ebe. 
So yeah, able. So able. No, able on ye ebe. Ebe. Oh, I feel like I know that word. Ebe. Where there. Uh, on ye. I think it could be like person because it's to do with like if it's the same spelling and pronunciation isn't it similar to what I one of the words. My bad. I don't know if you can hear that. I'll try to go I on did. the app to find it. I, did. I hate this app sometimes. Okay. Like, yeah, go on. Uh, evil. I don't. I don't know. You tell me. So I just saw something really mad. Um, I think. All right. So the gist of it for the Google translation is where are you from, basically. Mm. But I don't think it's that, though. I don't think it's that. I really want to find it. It's drawing me. Where is this? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? No, yeah. I just remember it's like, Ebenaga. It's like, where are you going? So, Ebe definitely means where. Yeah, and then. Onye would be person. No, I guess it's who are you. Yeah. Yeah, because Onye is who? Yeah, exactly. It's or person. No, Onye is person, I think. Here it says who. Who? On this app. Yeah, on this app, though. And then, and then, mm-hmm. where is Ebe? Or it can, it, it maybe depends on the context. It can be interchangeable. Yeah. This is the thing with languages. That's why I wish I just knew how to speak it from the very start because it won't be such a difficulty. Now it's like, uh, have to like, oh, found it, found it, found it. I found it, found it. Okay, okay. What is... Oh, I'm so gassed. It's what is your nationality? Mm, where? What is your nationality? What? So we just went from where, who, and what. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's great. What is your nationality? Oh, wow. Okay. But yeah, let's get into the. um. <laughs> Did it even write down the Ibo song of the, the week? But I know what it is, though. Okay. Um, what is your evil song? Alright, so basically she's half able, as far as I'm aware, and she's half Yoruba. Oh, and... is it Yemi Alade? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mama Africa. Yeah. That's a truth. I love her. I love yeah, people but... don't a lot of people don't like her because of the fact that she is really like African orientated or something. Wait, a lot of people don't like her? What? Because of that? A lot of yeah. Like, not, obviously, like, not the people that support her, but, like, there is some people, like, I remember, it's not that they've gone out to say it, but with their mannerisms. Because I remember I was talking to someone once, and they were saying that, oh, she's very, like, typical. And when they call people typical, they mean, like, typical village person. Like, typical. When it's, like, you're supposed to be praising those things. Not yeah. Because it's, it's not seen as, like, Western, I guess. Or it's not seen yeah, as, see? like, you know, polished. Or what they deem as polished. See, this is this is this this is this is what I mean. It's like when you deep it, like because I I I think what what's happening is is when it comes to, to situations there, like most people, if you know your roots and where you come from, you're gonna be very proud. Because I remember yeah. I saw, I and you're gonna be proud to try and represent. Because I remember I was watching, no, I saw a post 
on Instagram earlier today. And I was like, raw, like, let's listen to what he's talking about. And he mentioned, what's even interesting, he mentioned the original name before, the original name, original name of the country he's from. Um, and do you see what I mean? And people were putting up the Congolese flag. I'm thinking, wait, why are people putting up the Congolese flag? And then, and then even though on his, on his profile, he's got the Congolese flag up anyway, but he mentioned certain things, even in, I've seen in the comment section on the original video. I was like, Wait, is he Congolese or not? I don't get it. No, he's, he's tech. All right, so technically, he would be classed as Congolese, technically, but in the in the song, he I need to watch the song properly, but I'm pretty sure he, he makes references to the fact of the, the name of um, the country before it was called Congo or the Democratic Republic of Congo. You see what I mean? And Okay. Oh, oh, the country. Oh, why the name of the country before it was before? Yeah. Oh, right. Is that what I mean? Yeah. So and 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 see, that's the thing. It's like once you and looking at his age, I don't know how old he is, but it, I know he's probably definitely younger than me. But it's like that the fact that when you find out knowledge of, of your, your roots, you're gonna be proud. You're gonna be. You know what I mean? You're gonna try and represent. Like it just yeah, is it exactly. what it is. Even like Miss Banks. Like, even though she's, she's Nigerian, but she's also Ugandan, in one song, I think it's in the song Snack, she waves two two flags. I'm like, yeah. you know what I mean? She represented for both. That's what, like, I didn't know that before. I just thought that she was just randomly represented because I definitely knew, I knew she was Nigerian before I knew she was Ugandan. So I was yeah. like, I didn't get that. But now I, now that you mentioned that, it makes sense. I get it. Yeah. But yeah, so based on, yeah, so based on the subject we were talking about, the subjects we were talking about today, I thought that would be a perfect song of the week. But what's your one? Oh, and uh, mine is a movie. It's an evil movie found on YouTube. It's called Nawa Inugu. I just I picked that one because it's like Inugu is a theist in Nigeria. Yeah. Cool, cool. I'm gonna have to go watch that still. <laughs> but yeah, that is it for this week. As I brush my hair, you hear me. Thank you so we've got to get the watching. waves because I'm wavy. But yeah, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you on the next Thanks one. Everyone. And Bye. make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. Oh, yeah. Hit the subscribe button. Thank you for watching. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye.